Welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. I'm Dave and I'm joined by Tony Lloyd. Hello, Dave. Hello, Tony. And I'm joined by Ben Cartwright. Hello. Good evening. I really need to clear my throat. <clears throat> I'm back. Successful th- throat <laughs> clearing is underway. We've done it. Thank you very much for listening. We're <laughs> off. Uh, lads, Stoke got a point this weekend at... Brentford, which is in London. Um, so, how how do we feel about that, Tony? You uh, saw the game and made notes. Hark, hark, Dave! The bells of Stoke upon Trent ring out across all the parishes, for a point has been captured from the south and brought north, propelled by a grand fleet of subsidised coaches. Ring out the bells, Dave! A point, a point for old <laughs> Stoke Town. Hark. Yeah, and they said good. there was no such thing as the Northern Powerhouse. Clearly disproven. <laughs> we, we've gone. We've gone to Brentford. Gone to their patch on their own ground, no less. And how many goals did they score, Ben? How many goals None. did Brentford oh, sorry, FC? Carry on, Ben. Zero. Zero goals for Brentford in their hometown, in their ends, as they say. They do they say got, that. They scored diddly squat. I'm like uh, Ed Sheeran and Stormzy. It, I'm just saying, take me back to London, guys, because I want more points. I want more clean sheets. One for the teenagers there. Very much getting that, <laughs> getting that uh, grime references in early doors. So yes, uh, nil nil draw. Our second point of the season. We've doubled our tally for the season, lads. Um, Come on, build that statue of Jonesy. Uh, so Ben. Where, why, when's the playoff final? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it all starts here, doesn't it? I mean, the unbeaten run that we'll have, um, constant draws, I think, will be afoot from here on in. Um, I mean, it was a 90 minutes of football, which had a highlight of Peter Tabo running around a bit near their box. Um, and I think that was the excitement, and it gave me a moment of thinking that we might actually win, which we haven't had too often recently. So for for, Pe- mm. for Peter Atebo running around a bit and causing their defence to panic, I'll, I'll take that for 90 minutes worth of high-octane entertainment. Yeah, well, absolutely. And uh, I think the midfield is uh, something we potentially got maybe a bit too excited about uh, in the absence of... Uh, Captain leader legend Joe Allen, um, <laughs> we had uh, finally chance to unleash the Ndai Atebo Klukas trio, and it sounds like it worked all right. Uh, Ndai is uh, his stock is growing game by game. Uh, Atebo had that uh, big chance, of course. And one question we did have on uh, Twitter.com from Sparks SCFC is: Is Sam Klukas underrated? Um, I've 
really, really warm to Sam Clucas over recent months, Tony. And I don't know. I think he could possibly be... Well, I, I called him... I think someone, possibly even Jace, called him as our player of the season shout at the start of the season. But I, I really, really like him. I, I do as well. I think I said the other week he's. I think he's a natural finisher, which is something we haven't had in midfield since before I was born. Probably I don't know. Um, I thought it was one of those weird games where players-wise, like the classic good players weren't quite at their top level, and then some of the less fancy did a bit more. Like I mm. thought, Atebo, with the exception of his ace, just weird lightning press near the end was pretty quiet which you know that's going to happen um and Klukas I don't think it was his best game um but Danny Bart when he came on I thought was brilliant and um Tom Ince was I thought he was he was one of our best defensive players which is certainly <laughs> not a thing I would have ever have thought could happen he did two really good challenges um, that I'd expect from a table and die, and he he made the chance for a table in the first half. So I think I should probably bang his drum for a second because I don't like him, and I think he's hot and cold and mostly cold, and we've said that a lot. But yesterday he really did a a job I haven't seen him do before, which was interesting. But I definitely like Sam Klukas in answer to your question. Yes. Yeah, Ben. Um, obviously, jokes aside about the uh, heroics at Griffin Park. <laughs> Um, only uh, only our second point of the season still not won a game yet a, a very tepid affair that uh, was reminiscent of I think someone in our replies compared it to Gary Rowett playing Tony Pulis but uh, ne- neither it, uh, Gary Rowett playing Tony Pulis when both sides needed a point to stay up or something so it was that, it was that level of end to end excitement but uh, does this do anything for Nathan Jones at this point? Should it? Well, I mean, I th- if we had lost, I, I don't know the the sort of the vultures really would have been swirling ahead, up ahead. I think because um, yeah, there's there's sort of it seems to be turning a slight um, in the past few weeks. But yeah, we put in a solid performance. I think the weird thing about this game is you've got two teams that basically have had really disappointing starts of the season uh, again. Uh, Brentford. Um, must have been disappointed with where they finished up last year had a bit of disruption with their manager leaving so they've gone into this year sort of very confident once again they're a confident team because they've got some top quality players uh, I think the not, top, not the top 20 pod says they've got some of the best quality in the championship and I, I wouldn't disagree with that from, from the players I know of them um, and certainly in our team as well we know that the players there are good and, and as Tony said a few of the, the big boys didn't really perform for us Um but I think that I think that sums it up really that you've got two teams that really didn't want to lose. Um, we didn't go all out. We definitely didn't see the the best Brentford side as we did last year when we were sort of shocked into the championship. They were nowhere near as good as as how well as when they beat us at the start of last season. So um, yeah, I think Nathan Jones was absolutely just desperate just not to lose, which was plainly obvious to everyone watching it. Um, the important thing now is yes we've got a clean sheet and shockingly it's our first clean sheet of the season well done um but obviously as a few of the players will come out and say we need to build from here and we really do so yeah it's not going to get any easier Nottingham Forest doing very 
well. Um, I think if they win on Friday, they'll go top, which isn't exactly the team you want to be facing when you haven't won a game. And then it's obviously, I think, is it Swansea after that? So mm. the, the games aren't getting any easier. And we have to change our mindset from, oh, this isn't, we can't lose this one to sort of, we need to win this one at some point. So, yeah, it extends the sort of Nathan Jones in um, brigade a bit longer. I certainly am Nathan Jones in. I think I will remain so for a while. Um, but I don't think if we play like that again with with sort of, I don't know, a lack of ambition of that formation sort of affords, then there's going to just more, just slowly more and more people turn against Nathan, unfortunately. Yeah, and if we are to set up with Gregory essentially as a lone striker again, are we going to win a football match or score any goals at all? Because I, I, I'm a Lee Gregory fan. I think he's uh, working tirelessly. He's doing... Uh, all the things that John Walters uh, got praised for and then some. I, I really like him as a player, but there's just no one around him to kind of feed off. If Tom Ince is being more of a defensive player, as you alluded to, Tony, there's not even like an attacking midfielder properly to, to feed off those scraps. I mean, Klukas can bomb forward every now and again, but it's very hard to see us scoring goals, which is in a way slightly mad because you've got Scott Hogan... Sam Vokes, Tyrese Campbell, these guys warming the bench. And why don't we play maybe one more of them? I wonder what Hogan is thinking, I really do, because mm. if we remember that derby game where we were all sort of singing their absolute praises playing together, thinking this is going to be great, we're starting to see something. And and we sort of had that excitement of the derby game where we thought... <laughs> Wow, well, this is this is the the new Stoke, and I think we've kind of forgotten about that. Or I, I don't know if it sort of links back to Nathan being too scared or whatever. Or maybe he's forgotten about how exciting they were, and and that goal they sort of scored themselves out of that Nathan uh, out of that. Sorry, it's not that Nathan Jones clearance, that Jack Butland clearance. So, um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would love to see Hogan play with Gregory again because that's the best we've seen of the of the attackers. Obviously. Tyrese can come on and, and run about a bit and cause problems and look a bit exciting. I don't think he's been he's going to get given 90 minutes. He's not going to get get given a start at the moment in this current predicament. And I, I don't really mind that because I think Scott Hogan would be a great option. Why, why is Scott Hogan sitting on the bench? And I think it does go back to that point. We the, That 5, that five whatever it is, 5-4-1 formation, just it's not ambitious, is it? It's We're scared and... Yeah, I mean, none of us expected mm. that from Nathan Jones, is it, to be scared? And he quite clearly is. I think we will see it change soon. I don't know about I Forest. I think it has to be like soon. They are... But, yeah, and that's the problem, though, is it's, you, look at the, you look at the fixture list and how many games don't look scary now? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But he, yeah, he did come out... teams are above us, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> he did come out after the game and say, like, we shut up shop. We did it because these are a good side, particularly at home. And he he did say that he didn't want to do it and he doesn't want to keep doing it. But I think his words were, we're building, which obviously we expect these two or three word phrases from him. But I think I think you're right. I think Hogan and Gregory was a partnership that looked like it could have done something and hasn't really had a chance to breathe yet. But I certainly hope we do soon. Well, Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, we've got Crawley in the League Cup on Tuesday. The League Cup being our our competition this season because it's the only <laughs> thing we've actually bloody won some matches in. Uh, that'll be it'll be interesting to see what kind of team he puts out. You'd imagine Campbell will probably start 
Um, I know there are calls for Campbell to start in the league, but I mean, it's so hard to judge a player, especially a young player, based on these kind of 10-minute cameos that he's been getting. And at Leeds, uh, the game you and I went to, Tony, he had an electric first half. I thought he was uh, Mm. tremendous, but he did tie it. And I can understand Jones not wanting to put his eggs in the the Tyrese Campbell basket just just yet uh, when it comes to the league. So why not turn to the experience of Scott Hogan? Sam Vokes, uh, we've got a question about Sam Vokes later, but on that Crawley question then from Matt Swift on Twitter, should Jones go full strength at Crawley to try and generate some consistency and momentum with a higher brackets, haha, chance of winning the game? Well, he, he won't go full strength, really. But then at the same time, he, I think the way he puts it forward is that every squad he puts out is full strength because he wants to have at least two players for every position who are good enough to be challenging each other. So like we saw at Leeds, like we saw at whoever we beat. Was it Wigan in the first Wigan, round? Wigan, yeah. It seems so long ago we won a game. Um, but yeah, he, he'll he put out a squad that is different to the league team and will be different to the team against Forest on Friday, particularly with Forest coming so quickly. But I think it will still be what you'd call a, a full-strength side. I think it has to be made up of the challenges. I know, as you say, Tony, the, the, the ethos apparently is that any player in the squad can be first eleven. I mean... Mm. It's it's not really living up to that, I don't think. Um, but I I, I think he has to has to back himself. He has to back that ethos and say, right, these eleven players on Tuesday. If you play out your socks, you've they've got to be rewarded. I know Friday will come close, but it's it's just like doing a Wednesday Saturday, which happens occasionally. So I think it, it, oh, it's better than a Wednesday Saturday because it's in the evening. But yeah, I, I think if you if you put a Tyrese Campbell in there, yeah, if he tires, and I I know I just said that he won't start, and that's fine because Hogan, but. Another player say plays out of their skin on on Tuesday, put them in the team because that's what happened against Leeds or didn't happen against Leeds is that they all played brilliantly. We all had a great time of that game watching it, but then on the Saturday it was a completely different setup. I think it was a different formation mm. even. What was what's that about? Yeah, yeah, you ra- you definitely raise a good point. Uh, you and you mentioned how Scott Hogan could be sat there thinking. Uh, what have I done wrong? Yeah, uh, and there's there's been plenty of other examples. Uh, someone someone's asking what what's happened to Ryan Woods. Ryan Woods, I thought had a yep. good game in that Leeds game. Uh, Nathan Collins appears to have disappeared off the face of the earth, and uh, you've got perhaps uh, other other examples at, at the back as well. Uh, we don't seem to have settled on what our best defence is because Liam Lindsay he seems to have stuck with despite I don't know some ropey performances. If you ask me, from Lindsay Bart certainly seems. Uh, a more assured presence there. Um, like Sam Vokes scored goals in the cup, he has uh, put them away. But again, we're not really seeing him in the first team. Again, uh, a question we had on Sam Vokes is he is he actually any good? Essentially, is, is the question. Uh, I'm not really sure to be honest. Um, but if if he scores goals in the cup, then you'd probably want to play him in the league. But uh, if you're wanting someone to do the tireless kind of number nine selfless work, then Lee Gregory, I think, is a, a better option in that front. Which is mad because we're talking about folks who we paid something like ten million pounds plus Britain's top <laughs> podcaster Peter Crouch for. So it's it's really really odd. Um, question from Stokey twenty three: Supporting Stoke impact on your mental health on a scale of one to ten. I mean, I avoided 
the game at the weekend because I was in Leeds uh, drinking beer. Um, and I've, I think I've reached a stage now where I am less bothered because I expect to lose every mm. time. And that is slightly making things a bit better. What, what will be the test is if we beat Forest on Friday, uh, say we win that a scrappy 2-1, and we hope that's the turning point we all uh, crave from Stoke, and then we get battered the game after. I don't, I don't know if I can take another false dawn like, like uh, Leeds was last season mm. when we beat Leeds, and it was mm. like, oh, fantastic, we're off to a start with Nathan Jones now, and then it falls back into just bleh again. Um, we're predicting our misery now. That's that's yes. how bad it's got. It's the voice uh, of experience, though, isn't it? Yeah, things can and will always get worse. Um, <laughs> Question from Jonah Jones, uh, great name. Who are we? What identity do we now have? We had one under TP and we tried to shake it and tongue-in-cheek became Stoke Alona. We lost that and now who are we? Is it is this part of the problem that as fans we don't know how we are supposed to be and because of that we are split like Brexit? Um, we've talked about identity a lot and it's been a bit of a, a kind of boring subject well, from from my point of view, when I've talked about it, it's been a boring subject. It's not just inherently boring in itself. But I think um, I think teams have identities when they actually win. I think that's perhaps the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know what our identity is because we haven't won any sustained games yet. Because look at Man United right now. You'd probably say, oh, they don't really have an identity. And teams you kind of associate do having an identity with, uh, Norwich, Burnley... So whatever kind of style of football you want to play, that that's only kind of implemented in our consciousness because they've actually been successful over recent seasons. So it's hard for teams that consistently lose to have an identity other than losing. Or is it a chicken and egg situation where you need that identity to start winning? Oh, snap. Maybe. Mm. But so this, this is a, a thing that's kind of annoying me about uh, Nathan Jones at the moment is I, I I mean to be honest whilst I'm not Jones out I'm pretty like if he does get sacked if we don't beat Forrest then I can't really complain because of the overall uh, just totality of, of defeats and, and uh, well lack of wins really um, I, I couldn't really complain about that but my Biggest, the biggest thing that would make me sad would be if we lose to Forest and Swansea playing a 5-4-1 or a 4-5-1 with Gregory up front and not really creating chances from it. Because he needs to get a win soon, very, very soon. And he should do it on his terms. He should do it trying to do that diamond again. Mm. Uh, because I, I know we had some iffy results at the start of the season, but... They were the best performances we've had this season in terms of creating chances. And I know people kind of scoffed at the whole expected goals tables and things. But we we were better in those games. So I'm thinking uh, Charlton, Preston until we conceded. Um, games games like that where, where we... A derby, mm-hmm. which we probably should have won. And whilst people can scoff and say, well, you lost those games, you drew those games. At least we look like doing something if we stuck with it but because we lost those games 
Jones has obviously put the, the drawbridge up and said, right, I'm just going to, well, play for a point away from home initially. So I just want um, to use a cricket expression. If you're going to flash, flash hard. Don't just, don't just nibble at one yeah. outside off stump. Go for it. Swing mm. for the fences. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my concern is that uh, the Jones era will go out not with a bang but with a whimper. Um, what about uh, what about you, Tony? How are you kind of feeling about the the games ahead? I'm still, I think, riding off those early games. Just if I like, even though obviously we're bottom of the league, we've oh, we're not bottom of the league, are we? We're twenty third. Oh, lucky Huddersfield. With two points, yeah. You Huddersfield, you rubbish. Um, we're around the bottom of the table um, with no successes. I'm still enjoying this more than I was under Rower. Like it feels like Yeah, I think so. I feel like we do have some identity. It's not obvious, it's not an overt identity at the minute. But the fact that he he started with the diamond at the start of the season and we basically got crucified by bad luck and we got to a position where we're bottom of the league and we can't do anything right. And he's decided, okay, we just need to be solid for a couple of games and get something on the board. And what surprised me most was the fact we've actually successfully done it. Because he's shut up shop, yeah. How often have we seen that not work under managers who are known for it? Mm. Whereas the last two games, I mean, obviously, Joe Allen getting sent off, we lost that one. But we had scored early and we looked, with the same system, we looked for 10 minutes like something exciting might happen. And then, obviously... He got sent off and it all went a bit wrong, but we was, we still looked good. And then this weekend, just gone, we've kept a clean sheet. We haven't. We've looked a bit disjointed, but we stay. Even though we weren't playing at the peak of our powers, not everybody was performing. We still held it together and didn't fall apart. And that, I, I don't hate that. I obviously I want us to get back to attacking football as soon as possible and win all the games and like you said the playoffs are in London so we'll we do well in London apparently um, but we won't lose we definitely won't lose <laughs> and we're good at penalties now as well yes but yeah I just I, I'm I'm still excited and enjoying it I think I completely agree with you about if he's going to get the sack he needs to do it on his own terms and not just go out trying to pulis his way to some one nil wins and then get the sack because he doesn't get any. But he he did say after the game that he doesn't want to be doing this for very long, and I I'm still very much on board. Yeah, I think I agree. You said that brilliantly. You said how I feel there because, but I think I, yeah, I think we're all on the same boat. We want to see what Nathan Jones has promised us, and hopefully Nathan Jones agrees with that. And yeah, he he means what he says when he says it won't last for long like this. <laughs> Because either it's not going to long, it's not going to last long like this no. either way. But at the same time, Forest are really good, so I can see it happening again on Friday. <laughs> yeah, and that's and Regardless. that's fine. Mm. Uh, question, Ben from Gabriel Wright: Isn't Die the Messiah uh, and a related one from uh, Robin Tunstall have the bomb squad saved Nathan Jones's balls? Um, so. <laughs> It, it is a strange situation with Ndai and he he looked very much to be out the door and now he's like uh, the the core of our team uh, in quite a short space of time. So uh, d- 
do we just kind of go along for the ride on this one? Was was Endai in the bomb squad though? Because Nathan Jones, I, so. I thought Nathan Jones always said that he wanted to keep Endai. Bruno certainly was in the bomb squad, and Bruno stuck about, and obviously uh, yeah. has played a part. But I think Endai was always he's at the he's at the African combinations, and Jones was saying, "Well, he's a quality player. We want to keep him." I might be I might be wrong in saying that, but it's it's a, I think it's a right. similar point anyway. Endai really realistically was in the bomb squad before then. Uh, he was in the bomb squad. Um, when he first played in the championship, and was absolutely diabolical. Um, it, it's bizarre, but there's obviously a player there, and I mean, I, I was thinking about it the other day with with Mbula and and Arnautovic and Shakiri. Like, St- we, yeah, Stoke have had a history with signing people, players that people don't want, and sometimes it put it, it happened and it worked, and and that, we built on that with with Arnautovic obviously and Eric Peters even to a certain extent there are players there that people said that that won't work in the Premier League and it did and then obviously the end of Hughes was the fact that he couldn't get those players to work and and if if Jones can can get Endai mo- motivated and get him playing the football that he's done in the last two games then I'm completely on board with it obviously we have seen this before in terms of when Mbula signed and I'm I'm acting like Endai's a new sign, but when Mbula signed, everyone was seeing his phrases because he looked amazing and it sort of dropped off a bit. So hopefully, just because of this start, at least until January, we can use Endai. I mean, he's in the squad. Why not? Well, I'm sick of wasting money on players that aren't involved but are probably good enough but just don't fancy it. If Endai can get motivated and pull on a Stoke shirt and put it on on a, sun- a Saturday afternoon, then I'm f- I'm all for it. And if they can save Nathan Jones's bacon and I'm even more up all for it because I think Jones still could be one of the best managers we've seen and well I I say I think he could I hope he could really um but yeah yeah Endai looks class he's obviously a good footballer and the fact that Nathan Jones can motivate him to play for Stoke in the championship that's a good thing Mm. um I'll invite you to play perhaps uh when you're on a night out or just uh you know, you're off doing something uh, away from work and away from Stoke. It's to just Google the Stoke squad and play a game of, oh shit, yeah, they play for us. Um, <laughs> because it, it, you just kind of get reminded that we, we have some players on our books who are either in and out of the team or just apparently not involved at all. Uh, and I do wonder just how bloated this squad is and if it's going to be possible uh, for us to kind of sustain such a such a big squad and people are going to get upset about not playing and uh, it's going to be difficult to manage. So look at, uh, so I was just Google, if you Google Stoke squad now, I just went, oh shit, Tommy Smith, yeah. Oh shit, Adam Davis. What has happened to Adam Davis? Does he exist? Maybe. Jordan Cousins started the first few games. Okay-ish, I thought. And then, well, I don't know. He he might pop up for fifteen minutes off off the bench bench every now and again. Stephen Ward, Mark Duffy. What I thought Mark Duffy looked really really good against Wigan, but again I've seen very very little of him um, since then. It's, so it's, it's a constant rotation. Should, it's yeah. funny you should say that, Dave, because I had Cameron Carter Vickers on that list yeah. before Saturday, even though he's played like the last three games and. Mm. Um, on, I, I thought he actually played really well on Saturday. I, I hadn't, I obviously hadn't noticed him that much before, but he just had this habit of getting the ball and then giving it to somebody on our team, and it was just a really unspectacular 
defensive performance. But I had all I had pretty much forgot, even though I've been to the last home game and watched the previous game before that and watched on Saturday. It's still when I saw his name on the team sheet, I was like, oh yeah. Which yeah, is I know what you mean. Weird. I I like the look of Carter because he seems pretty uh, solid to me. I haven't uh, found much cause to be concerned about. He seems quite short, though. That's the only thing I was say. Perhaps when he's been stood next to Danny Bart or something, he just seems a a little bit of a short ass. But you know, there's he's nothing wrong with that. Robust, though. Robust. Not like a Mark yes. Muniesa short. Like he, yeah, he, he yeah. second half, he ran up past halfway just by sort of bulldozing people out of the way in a bit of a Robert Hoof sort of style which I liked as well mm. There's going to be a lot of ink uh, on the sh- back of the programmes on on Friday evening isn't there with the Nottingham Forest squad as well There's that. That's uh, one yeah. thing I know about the Championship is that Nottingham Forest also have a massive squad Shall we have a, yeah. another game at half time for like the, the second 11s then? Just to... or, yeah, or just completely switch <laughs> 11s at half time, both agree shake on it and be like let's just do two teams so we keep the players happy or 22 aside, let's uh, petition the EFL for the first ever 22 aside game. We might just oh. score a goal. <laughs> Not the uh, first ever, Dave. You're forgetting the 1869 season. <laughs> oh, what? Um, question from Proudy, uh, Ben. Pineapple on pizza? Question mark. Not there's, for there's me. There's your classic. So, so, not for me, Clive. Not for oh. me. I'm sorry. Not for me. Definitely pineapple on pizza. I mean, you don't have to have pineapple on pizza. Like, just loads and loads and loads of cheese is also acceptable. But pineapple on anything. Literally, an hour ago, I made myself. You know, those kind of semi-posh ready meal curries you get from M&S that come in a pot on oh, their yeah. own without any rice, and then you have to cook your own rice. One of them. Put it in for two and a half minutes. Take it out. Stick a load of pineapple chunks in. Stir them in. Oh, put them back man. in for another two minutes. Oh, it's like a Malayan curry, but apart from it, you have to make it yourself. But oh, you're admitting this. You're yes. admitting this on a podcast that will be on the internet forever. I can't believe it. I I know. I stand by it. Pineapple in curry is amazing. It's the issue that will split the fan base uh, for years and years like and years. Like yeah, this this is our Brexit now um, question from Rupert who would you rather naked headbutt naked headbutt in the showers Tony Pulis Nathan Jones or Mark Hughes interesting question yeah. uh, I think uh, Hugh, it's now it would I think it's Hughes but Hughes is probably he's probably the second toughest from the, that li- from that list I mean I'm, I'm not going anywhere near Tony Pulis I think it's, I think it's got to be Nathan <laughs> terrifying you'll be but, killed but Nathan Jones is like too he's too puny he's he's too nice for one thing i wonder how like tall he head... is compared to me he might be up to my pectorals i'm not sure <laughs> how tall is he i don't know i i can't think of a better way to celebrate um by visibility dave and just enthusiastically saying nathan jones <laughs> oh dear um I think that's it for Twitter questions. Are, are there any other businesses uh, from uh, the world of Stoke that you want to mention? We should probably mention that the women's team uh, played at the Bet365 Stadium uh, the other day and uh, absolutely battered Hull, I think 4-1 in the end. So uh, finally a Stoke team uh, that actually does goals for 
uh, does goals for a living, so that's nice. And did you see the um, the notes from the latest supporters council meeting? Oh. The, these are oh, magnificent. Yeah. Uh, turns out, lads, since implementing uh, contactless card payments, they've actually noticed like people have spent a bit more money in the concourse and stuff. Goodness me! And they've they've put that in, into they've used that money and invested it in charging us an extra two quid to buy tickets. <laughs> Yeah, what is that about? I'm s- Cheers, lads. Yeah, I mean, Stoke do 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 some stuff right off the pitch, and uh, away travel great, and you know, kudos for that. But sometimes it's just it's just so fucking embarrassing, and you kind of you kind of re- you read the note from the sports council, and the the question will be like, why why are you charging us two pounds? for nothing it's not two pounds for delivery it's not two pounds no. for you know to power the website it it's just two pounds for the sake of being charged two pounds so someone on the council will ask that legitimate question and that you get this really shit mealy mouthed response and then what do, do the supporters council get a right of reply doesn't look like the it. response and, and the response is basically Oh, we did some research and everybody else is getting away with it. Yeah, so that unlucky. was it. That was the answer. Like, no, that's, not, that's okay. not the reason to charge people things. Capitalism. We realised we could take money from you. So we will. Thanks. If you want to sponsor us on the Patreon yeah. page, then head to... <laughs> <laughs> Delilah's bar is open after. Okay. Oh, two, two, if I implemented £2 fee for every podcast... We'd make upwards of like ten pound an episode. So <laughs> ha- happy days, um, yeah. So Crawley um, tomorrow. Question: Where is Crawley? I have no idea. Heathrow. I don't really want to know. I think it's Heathrow. When the, when the draw was done, is. I was like, "Oh, can I get to Crawley?" I have no idea. No, <laughs> no. I can't. No. I think Crawley's no. a five-hour train from everywhere. To be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've or no a flight to where it is. Other, yeah, it's it's in the south somewhere. It's just in the wilderness of uh, the south. Oh, um, something other state-related things. Um, Eddie Jones, the the rugby man. He loves the, mentioning the us. Manager. He loves mentioning he's, us. It's he's bizarre. obsessed with it. It's, but I think it's his one football reference. I think that's the only. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> He's just had like a two-minute like, explainer um, on football at some point in the last five years, like <laughs> Stoke football long ball. I, I think he may have another opinion, which is the thing about Arsenal is they always try and walk the ball in. I think those <laughs> might be his. That's his. That's two his knowledge. Has he name checked uh, yeah, Shawcross so, before as well, or was it just that Stoke City? I can't remember. He's definitely said it a couple of times I th- before. I think he may have done. Um, yeah, so it it was always the kind of mark when we were in uh, the Premier League and doing all right was the mark of like your shit football patter was uh, so you'd get into a cab wearing a Stoke shirt and the taxi driver would be like, oh, Stoke City, didn't realise you were a rugby fan. <laughs> and like, so you, 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 you could kind of sense the people who like pretended to like football by their kind of generic Stoke take. Uh, but I I don't know. I mean, Eddie Jones 
with that comment, he does know more about football than I do about rugby union. Uh, so, you know, well done to him. But it's it's just nice to get a mention these days. We're so lowly and unheard of yeah, now. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> thanks, Eddie, for raising yeah. the profile of the club. <laughs> what does he think about contactless card payments? <laughs> right, shall we call it a day? Anything else we want to mention? I've got nothing else. I've got nothing. Nothing in the world of got... Stoke or my life have I got anything to say. <laughs> I, I, I just can't We've... wait till we win. And I just got can't nothing. wait till we win. That's like a. Oh, we need to do a musical episode. That's a Joe video, like one of those Joe videos with the with the heads. With, with the heads, yeah, with the weird. We need we need a social media heads. intern at Wizards who can do that yeah. for us. Put Stoke players' heads on, uh, like on Lion King characters, Boris Johnson or something. Could yeah. we get um, somebody to do it in slow motion? Stick with the Stoke brand and do it as slow yes. motion as possible. <laughs> yes, possibly. Oh, did you see? Uh, also, in the fans' council notes was like, uh, should the club do podcasts and <laughs> vlogs and blogs? Um, they said they were looking into it, and it, it read like the most uh, "come do stuff, stuff for exposure" kind of thing as, <laughs> as ever read. Like not thought through. Like maybe we'll do a podcast. Um, we have heard that is a thing we have heard of. If you would like to come and do it for us for free, yeah, we, email we've heard, this address. We've heard there's uh, shit podcasts getting listened to and. <laughs> Making up to five pounds a month off beer fifty two dot com beer fifty two dot com forward slash wizards free case crab beer, um, yeah. So I mean, maybe the, maybe the capitalist forces will drive us out of the marketplace and the official Stoke City podcast. Uh, who would they get on that? The official podcast would it be Chris Iwalumo, Mike Pedrick, uh, Iwalumo and Pedrick, Luomo and Pedrick, oh. talk. Trying to work but, out how to switch on the microphone. <laughs> Maybe I should send them like a three-hour compilation of horrible music. Yeah. Just out of spite. Nothing to do with anything. Oh, God. The Pedrick podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, on that on that glum note, probably time to end the show. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Hooray, thank you, Dave. This was nice. This was nice because I haven't been on in a while, so uh, good to just remember that Stoke City exists, really. Um, <laughs> just about. Just good to remember <laughs> I exist. Hello, I'm still here. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so, right. Come on, Stoke. I mean, is it working? I think so. I think there has been a definite uptick in performances, if not... Really. Well, we've got a point. What do you want? There's, yeah, there's been a slight uptick since we made the transition to Come On Stoke. What more do you uh, want? So, That's the episode yeah, title. Maybe, do we need to say it more? Do we try something else entirely to maybe prompt uh, an actual win in the league? I don't like know. reverse psychology, do we just say, fuck off Stoke? Ooh, I like that. Just... If it backfires, though, it's really harsh. I don't know if well, it is well, harsh. If it I think ba- they deserve it. <laughs> yeah, if it backfires, so if we go fuck off Stoke and Stoke lose, then the fuck off Stoke is valid. 
if the fuck off Stoke <laughs> generates results, then it becomes uh, possibly the most important moment of recent Stoke City history. We master so, motivators. Yeah, Can't we'll wait give till it a go. Lose to Crawley on Tuesday tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus, so, tomorrow. You, we might have already lost to Crawley by the time you listen to this. <laughs> oh no, Gatwick FC. And in which case, fuck off, Stoke. Fuck off, Stoke. And you've got to say it as well. Fuck off, Stoke. Yes. <laughs>